0: Let's get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I'm your host, Carly Kale, And this is Made Uncomfortable. There are always lessons to be learned from situations that bring up fear. Because fear tells us that we are reaching beyond our comfort zone. But beyond our comfort zone is where the real magic happens. Have you ever done something that has scared you or challenged you, but ultimately made you better because of it? Whether the outcome was good, bad, ugly, or amazing, it was an opportunity for you to grow, for you to improve, for you to become a better version of you. These are the experiences we are going to explore. This is a platform, a movement, a community of people that want to grow, to thrive, and to love themselves through moments of being made uncomfortable. I'm your host, Carly Kale. Join me as we discover how to better ourselves through this ever-changing journey of life. Like I said, it's your girl, Carly Kale, aka CK Bootsy, aka Boots or CK, whatever you wanna call me, I'm here for it. And this is Made Uncomfortable. I started this platform because I have a passion for connecting with people, an extreme joy for life, and a hope of bringing inspiration to the many lives that I come across. I want this to be a movement, a safe space to really take a deeper look into the things that make us uncomfortable, whether it be experiences, challenges, conversations, sacrifices, relationships, or a certain situation. Is it a fear of quote unquote failure of judgment? of losing someone or something, of not being good enough, or is it just the fear of the unknown? My hope for this platform is that by sharing our stories, that we can all grow through them and shift our mindset around things that are outside of our comfort zone to really get comfortable with being uncomfortable and all the good that can come from it once we learn to embrace that discomfort. For this first episode, I just wanted to take the time to share some of my own personal made uncomfortable moments and my vision surrounding where I see this platform going, along with some fun ways for everyone to get involved. As this movement progresses, I am not only looking forward to helping other people and seeing their growth, but I'm really, really excited to learn more about myself in the process and continue to find areas in which I can improve too. Because let's be honest, there's always room for improvement. My family has always referred to me as the wild child, the risk taker. Mind you, I am the baby of the family, so I feel like that just comes with the territory sometimes. So if there's any babies of the families listening to this, you understand what I'm talking about. We tend to want to be different or to stand out. Looking back, I really do feel as if some of the things I was kind of a rebel about were because of the fact that I was the baby, my sisters got to do everything before me. And it felt as if I was always following in their footsteps. I wanted to be able to be my own person and forge my own path. Sometimes that landed me in a little bit of trouble, but most of the time it just allowed me the freedom to experience different things. I also know that sense of wonder was always just ingrained in my personality. I am a dreamer to the core, always reaching and searching for more. You know the question, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? My answer was and still is to this day, to be able to fly. So I can not only fly myself wherever I want to go, but be able to see all the beautiful things along the way, to see things from different points of view, to explore the unknown. I think in a way, I kind of always had a good relationship with fear because of the fact that I was always so curious. It doesn't mean that I've never been scared, because I definitely have, but it just means that I realized that by pushing through these moments and challenges, by taking chances, that I was able to see what was actually possible for me. And I'm extremely grateful for that. It has led me to where I am today. And I want to help others to find that, to be able to pivot, to find the solutions and to see their obstacles from a different perspective. My first major made uncomfortable moment was deciding to go to college in a completely different state, eight hours away from my family and my hometown. I am originally from a small town in Northeast Ohio, and I was choosing to go to High Point University in North Carolina. There were a lot of challenges along the way. First, I had to be accepted into the school. Then I had to prepare for life outside of high school and had to apply for scholarships, et cetera, et cetera, Then there were personal challenges of doubt, fear, leaving people behind. I was extremely lucky to have a friend who was set on going to high point too. So we got to experience that change together and it did make a big difference because I had someone to share the anxieties with, someone to share the concerns with, and also someone to push Through all of that together, which is, again, the purpose of this platform. Sometimes you have to walk through something with someone a few times before you have the courage to do it on your own. Choosing to go to high point was definitely one of the hardest decisions of my life. At the time I was choosing to leave behind my friends, my family, a first love, I was the only one out of my entire family, immediate and extended, that was going to school out of state at that time as well. So there were a lot of insecurities surrounding this decision. I was choosing to go to a place that was very different from where I grew up. But let me tell you, it was fucking worth it. From day one of walking into High Point, I was immersed in so many different cultures and backgrounds that I had never experienced before in my life. It really opened my eyes to this big, bright world that I would have never known existed had I never left the comfort of my hometown. It allowed me to experience diversity To meet some incredible people from all over the place and to make really, really good friends that I'm still close with to this day. I always encourage people to venture outside of their hometown at some point in their life, whether it be traveling or moving to a new place or going to school somewhere else, because you can't replace what you learn and experience by doing that. It gives you a new perspective and an understanding on people and places that you may have never understood before. We will definitely be touching on this topic further in future episodes. I know many of my guests will love to share why they believe it is so important to spread your wings and leave your hometown. So if this is something you're interested in learning more about, be sure to look out for those interviews. Moving to North Carolina after high school definitely helped me with this next big moment in my life, which was when I moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Now, leaving your hometown or moving to a new city are kind of in the same realm of stepping outside your comfort zone, but in this case, the reason why moving to Nashville was probably more uncomfortable for me and even more uncomfortable for my family was because I was moving to Nashville on a whim to pursue a career in an industry that I did not have a degree in, I did not have any background or experience in, nor was it something that I really participated in growing up. I graduated High Point with a degree in exercise science, hoping to eventually go to grad school for physical therapy. So I ended up going back home to Ohio for a year to work in a therapy office as an aide while I was taking extra classes at Cleveland State to be able to apply to grad schools. It's not that I wasn't interested in the physical therapy field. I definitely was. Growing up, I was involved in a lot of sports and athletics. I loved all that. And I also loved helping people. So I thought I could combine those two passions to make a career out of them. But what ended up happening is that some of my other passions slowly started to consume my mind. I had always loved art, loved to draw, to paint. I loved writing, loved poetry. I used to write my own songs, even though I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I always loved music. Art was just never something I was shown or told that I can make a career out of. I'll never forget when I graduated High Point, my sisters and I went on a graduation celebration trip to Nashville. And ever since that moment, I guess you could say I had Nashville on the brain. So when I went back to Ohio for that year and was working in the therapy office, going to school, taking extra classes, doing the things that I needed to do to take the next step, in what I was supposed to do for my career, it just wasn't fulfilling me in the way that I thought it would. One day, I went to my parents and expressed that I didn't feel that this career path I was on was really meant for me. I wasn't feeling like myself. I was feeling drained, low energy, and I told them I really wanted to move to Nashville to work in the music industry although confused, they were still very supportive. My dad told me, save up X amount of money and you can move to Nashville. I worked my ass off, saved up my money and tried to figure out how I was going to move to Nashville. Man, oh man, let me tell you, it was quite the shit show. You know, sometimes the universe throws things in your way, obstacles, or challenges to see how bad you really want something. And I wanted this bad. Even though there were a lot of ups and downs and a lot of things I had to overcome, I knew this was something I needed to do for me. I am really looking forward to some of those crazy stories about my adventures of moving here to pop up throughout this platform. And I hope you are too. But here I am almost seven years later in Nashville, I have gotten to work in the music industry in many different areas. Like I said before, it has all led me to this exact moment in time. Of course, I've had shitty jobs since living here. I've worked a million and one jobs in order to afford to stay here. And I still do wear many different hats, but I've also got to work some awesome jobs. I've been out on some major tours. I've written with incredible people and I've made lifelong friends all because I took that leap. I took that chance on myself and what I wanted instead of what I had been conditioned to think a career should look like. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I did know that if I was passionate and I worked hard that something could work out for me here. And it has worked out. There's still a lot of hard times. I still struggle with many things. I'm still learning about being in this business, but I do know I'm right where I'm meant to be. And I've never questioned making that move. It led me to meeting one of my best friends and soul sisters, Mandy McMillan, who I do Dreamcatcher Pod with. And that led me to truly finding my voice and knowing what I wanted to contribute to this world, which is exactly what I'm doing right now. There will be plenty of times where we dig deeper into that topic as well, because I think it's very important to note that everybody's journey is their own and everybody's journey is different. You really just have to find what lights you up and go after that without being held back by what. Society thinks you should be doing, or what somebody else thinks you should be doing, or what you think you should be doing. You just have to find what really motivates you and what feeds your soul. That's okay if it's different. Take the road less traveled. Some of my bigger made uncomfortable moments that I just want to touch on briefly actually happened within the last couple years. 2020 was obviously a very uncomfortable year for all of us, but in a way it made me really do some soul searching, inner focus. I really focus on self-care and self-love and I've been working really hard on that ever since. I Recently realized a lot of times where I've stayed in and accepted relationships that weren't really right for me. Business relationships, personal relationships, romantic relationships. I always tend to give people the benefit of the doubt. I am very empathetic and I care deeply about people. Within the last couple of years, There's been certain situations and relationships where I've really had to put my foot down and stand up for myself. Even though I was scared to lose the opportunity or to lose the person, I ultimately had to do what was best for myself. I had to know my worth and ask for what I needed. I had become so afraid of losing the other person or losing out on a business opportunity that I was, in turn, really just. Losing pieces of myself by staying in those relationships. It's extremely difficult and uncomfortable to be open and honest with someone or even with yourself that an individual may be draining to you or toxic for you, whether this is a friend, a lover, a colleague, but it's necessary These are prime examples of things we have to get more comfortable being uncomfortable with because if we don't learn how to have these types of conversations, we are going to be stuck in the same cycle over and over again. And I can tell you firsthand that that toxicity is going to become your comfort zone, which is going to make it even harder to get out of. This also works in reverse. It can be the worst thing ever to hear from somebody that you're the one draining them or you're the one making them feel bad or feel a certain way. But you need to hear that as well in order to be aware, in order to change, learn, grow, and move past it or just move on. Once I learned to create those boundaries and to really get clear on asking what I want and need from others, I have lost a few people in the process. I've lost some opportunities and I've been saved from some fake sketchy opportunities, but I've never been happier. And every time I choose what is best for me, no matter how hard it is or how uncomfortable it may be, it has just led me to become a better version of myself. On to some of my wilder, made uncomfortable moments. Like I said earlier, I am a risk taker. So naturally, I am a bit of an adrenaline junkie. And I'm kind of fascinated with things that are outside my comfort zone, things that most people are frightened to do, obviously. So it's crazy to think that it's already been 10 years since I went skydiving. That experience for me was unforgettable. It's something I actually think about often, and I am definitely, definitely going to do it again. I had gone with my best friend, Maddie, and my boyfriend at the time. My boyfriend was definitely more nervous than we were, and it didn't help that we happened to get into a car accident In front of a funeral home on our way there. Imagine being already a bit uneasy about jumping out of a plane and then getting in an accident on the way to jump out of said plane. And not only just any accident, but an accident in front of a funeral home. Well, this was definitely a moment in our lives where we could have taken this as a sign or an omen to not go skydiving today or we could have probably canceled and rescheduled, but we all made the decision together that we still wanted to go through with it. We called the skydiving company and explained to them what had happened and that we still wanted to make it if there would be instructors there late enough to be able to jump with us. They were really understanding of the situation and encouraged us to still come out and that they would take care of us. Now, we weren't going skydiving in Northeast Ohio for the scenery. We were going for the fun of it, for the experience. The best thing that ended up coming out of us getting into that accident before our time slot was that by the time we got to the skydiving place, we were some of the last jumps of their day. So when we were falling from the sky, We were falling as the sun was setting. It was honestly one of the most magical moments that I've ever witnessed. Not only free falling for that 60 seconds, which I can't even explain that feeling, it's a feeling of complete and total freedom. You don't have a care, a worry. I don't even know if I had a thought necessarily. You just are free but then combine that with the sunset as you are free-falling, I mean, we couldn't have asked for a better first-time experience. And it's all because we chose to follow through with a very uncomfortable moment after another uncomfortable moment. And it turned out to be way better than we could have ever fucking imagined. These kind of moments are probably going to be some of my favorite moments that we get to discuss on here, because when you reach beyond your comfort zone in this way, I feel like it always tends to be life changing or there is some kind of breakthrough or it's a very intimate spiritual experience. Well, all right, all right, all right enough story time for now. I hope I gave y'all some good insights on times in my life where I've really gone beyond my comfort zone and how I feel that it benefited me. Please, 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 please. Like I have said before, this is for everybody. I want to see and share your stories. Please send in pictures, videos, and messages to me of your made uncomfortable moments. You can reach out to me on my socials. My personal is CK underscore Bootsy. The Made Uncomfortable Instagram is just at Made Uncomfortable. I have also set up an email account, madeuncomfortable at gmail.com. If you are interested, I am also going to be putting aside some time slots per week where I will have a call with individuals and act as their uncomfortable accountability coach. It'll just be a 30 minute time slot where we can talk about things happening in your life, things you want to discuss. If there's something you're trying to do outside your comfort zone, we can talk about steps to get there and steps to take. And basically I will just be there to offer support, advice, insight, and help keep you accountable. Last but not least At the end of every episode, I want to do a segment called Uncomfortable Confessions. You can share these confessions with me like you'll share your stories. You can send it to the Instagram page or the email address. And if you'd like, these confessions can be made anonymous, or you can tell me your first name and what city you live in. At the end of every episode, I will pick one or two of these uncomfortable confessions to share. And whoever my guest is and myself We'll weigh in on the situation, share what we would do personally, and give any advice that we think may help the confessor. For episode numero uno, I am going to make an uncomfortable confession. Although I hate to admit it, and believe it or not, this whole platform for me was really uncomfortable to start. Even this episode has been extremely uncomfortable for me. I have started and stopped it and recorded it a million times. I even had a malfunction where my mic sounded different in all different areas, so I had to re-record the entire thing. But alas, I am just going to let it flow. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to let it be what it's meant to be. I want to be vulnerable so that y'all can be vulnerable with me. I think this stems from insecurities around what I'm doing and what I'm pursuing. I've definitely had my fair share of trial and error since living in Nashville. And each one of those has really just been a learning lesson for me. It's showed me what does work and what doesn't work. I know there are people who are going to say, oh, there goes Carly again, starting something new. But at the end of the day, I know that I'm going after things I'm passionate about. And I really do feel that this platform is something I need to follow through with. I think that it was also very uncomfortable for me because this is the first thing that I've actually created and done on my own instead of working with somebody else. At this point in my life, I needed something to call my own. So here I am, and here we are. Are you ready to get comfortable with being uncomfortable? I am going to leave you with one of my favorite poems by Mary Ann Williamson. She does reference God in this poem, and in no way am I forcing or projecting any religious standpoints on anyone. But for me, God in this poem just represents whatever you believe in. God, universe, divine, spirit, hope faith, love, whatever it means to you and whatever resonates with you. And before anyone says anything, this poem is often mistaken for a speech by Nelson Mandela, but this is actually a passage, the final passage from Marianne Williamson's book, A Return to Love. Our deepest fear by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, Made uncomfortable.